This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by the One Stop Guild Shop. One Stop Guild Shop is a random Dungeons and Dragons role playing experience. You are given a random character and get to play a random one shot. Operating out of the Ritz in downtown Winterhaven, Florida, every Monday night doors open at 6:30 p.m. Gameplay starts at 7 p.m. We welcome all new players and old players to the game, and we also offer tabletop games. Bring in your own games from home too. Social media, find them on Facebook and on Instagram. Also, we offer group rates, so feel free to bring in your own D&D groups, our miniature groups, and rent out table space. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour, Hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Doom Broski's Games and Comics, your new home in Winter Haven for games, games and, and comics. comics. Let me tell you, Deuce, this is the place to be for all your games and comic needs, board games, comics, trading card games, Warhammer 40K, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and so much more. Also, it's your new home for Friday Night Magic and the D&D Adventures League and the Transformers trading card game. You don't want to miss it. Check them out. They're on Cypress Gardens Boulevard in the same strip mall as Hurricane's Wings. You don't want to miss them. Check them out. It's Doom Broski's Games Games and and Comics. Don't forget the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, internet. Yeah, we back in the back. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems. Your Dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth. Cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. And of course, as always, I have my co-captain, my partner in crime, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. What's going on, man? I'll tell you what, man. We got some cool things going down over at Doom Broski's Games and Comics. We got the Modern Horizon release for Magic. It's coming right around the corner. Um, You can go ahead and pre-order your booster boxes now. And also, they're having a pre-release uh, tournament, and that is going to be Saturday, June 8th at 5 p.m. Uh, entry fee is 30 bucks, but you get a free pack of cards. Nice. And the boosters in that is 10 bucks, So that's, that's cool. a pretty good value yeah, yeah. that's already thrown in there. Um, also, you don't want to forget that the new D&D book came out. Matt, what's the name of the new D&D book? Uh, the Ghost of Salt Marsh. Ghost of Salt yeah. Marsh. So you definitely want to check that out. As you can hear already, we've got some special friends with us. Be- before... We get on to all that. Daddy needs beer. So, yep, yeah. Because it's Natterdays. It's natter- It's always Natterdays. I That's think this crisp. will be the summer crisp. of Natterday. It will be, I think be, yeah. I've decided already. Yeah, there you summer go. Natterday Saints. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. That's good. So it is going to be a good time. So we'll let everybody start just like last time. and we- Well, yeah. So with us in the studio, um, this is uh, the One Stop Guild Shop. Um, and we have we had them in an episode earlier. You probably heard a week before uh, in the Game of Thrones. So um, now they're back with us again um, to talk more about what they're doing, how they got this group started, how they met each other, the whole 
um, TLDR, if you will, mm-hmm. of uh, One Stop Guild Shop. What is a TLDR? You don't know what that is? No. It's abbreviation of everything that's in it's Everything's. Um, I don't even. I'm not even gonna get a job of explaining too it. Too long didn't read. Too there long didn't go. read. Thank I can't you. even explain it. I had it. no yeah. idea either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what it means. So it's, it's like, like George R. R. Martin. Too it's long like, it's didn't a, read. It's like a truncated version of. Ah. Yeah, so, um, anyways, so with us in the studio, of course, is the One Stop Guild Shop, um, and I want to go around the room and introduce yourselves, please. Uh, my name is Matt Stevens. Uh, I'm the lore master with uh, One Stop Guild Shop. I take care of. It. Finding new games, all that kind of stuff, and I'm also the, uh, one of the DMs uh, for our Hit It and Quit It's, and I also DM on our our Twitch stream. Awesome, awesome. I am Christopher Eubanks. I am what is known as the Muse. I come up with wonderful ideas, and people say yay or nay. I build shit, and I haul, I pick stuff up, and I put it down. And I'm also one of the game masters as well. Nice, nice. And I'm Vicki Curley. I'm the innkeeper. Um, I also run our um, social media stream, do our marketing, and um, basically if it needs to be typed, created, or put together, that kind of falls on my, my plate, but I refuse to be called a secretary. <laughs> well, when you don't do good. <laughs> I want to go to school. Easy now. <laughs> and I am Ariel. I am the executive director. Uh, my main job is to keep all the monkeys in line, make sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to. But I also, on the flip side, deal with sponsorships, um, new business ideas, business ventures, and just have fun. There you go. Having fun. I think that's the whole idea of one god, one st- so one god still shop. <laughs> what the heck is Same that? Thing. Hey, we wow. got a new name. Yeah. One god still shop. What? I don't know. Sorry, uh, we I have had a the card. Do you want to read it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's in this, Doctor Pepper? Uh, one stop guild shop. Uh, and uh, you guys are super cool. We're all best friends already. Just mm-hmm. met you guys for the first super time. Super best friends. You guys are awesome. Totally. Um, Frenemies. You know. True. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You know. Um, did, uh, did you like uh, Return of Superman? Yay or nay? Return of Superman? Yeah. You know... It, or it Superman w- Returns, excuse Superman me. Superman Returns? Sure. It, it was, you know, it, 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 it was interesting. I, I liked how they brought, like, they killed every they killed him, and then they wanted you to come back for more, and then I was like, oh, okay. There's, like, seven Supermans. Uh, yeah. I'll go and watch uh, read some Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> like, really. uh, I'm talking about the movie, uh, Superman oh. Returns. Oh, I, I like that they had to, like, um, edit out his package because it was so big, but sure. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's true. <laughs> it is uh, true. I it, was... <laughs> And it, then he's on Legends of Tomorrow, and he's I and like he's that. vegan too, and he has superpowers because he's a vegan. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, super, so, super, yeah, he's one of the vegans have super superpowers. Ex- the yeah. vegan police. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, this obviously can go off the rails because the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, we go off on tangents. We're a conversational podcast, so. Uh, we don't really have a strict... Um, I knew I shouldn't have left you guys alone in the kitchen. We're all best <laughs> like, friends as, now. As soon as so, I did that, I'm like, this is yeah. going to end poorly. Yeah. Yeah. I love how the, the kitchen, it's one room with a bar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's great. I love it. Um, but yeah, so the One Stop Guild Shop, um, I, I got to see you guys because you mentioned uh, the Twitch stream. You guys mm-hmm. do a Twitch stream. That was my first time seeing you guys in action, so to speak, and it was a really fun time. It was. You guys have a really cool setup with all the cameras um, and... Um, you guys, some who was the other lady that's not here? Uh, that Annalise. Had, Annalise. She's the one that Annalise. did the oh the yeah. the popper the in popper the middle. And stuff, yeah, because she said that surprised pun. me. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, what? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, heard, I had my phone. You never know what's gonna come out of yeah. her bag of holding. Nothing yeah. we do on stream is ever planned. Right. She'll Nothing pull, like, is. A, a, 
the other week she pulled like a, a giant slice of pizza out of her How bag. How big is this slice of pizza? Like, it's, oh, it was a pizza. It's a legit, legit New, New York, York style. Okay. Nice. And she was like, nice. and we're like, it looked like New York street pizza. Mind you, this is not the first time she's pulled out a slice of pizza. Originally when we started streaming, like, like I say way back in the day, like, you know, four months ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But our very first stream, we were sitting on stage at the Ritz and she was sitting there playing and she pulled out a fucking slice of pizza. And we're like, what? you can catch it on. This. So it's very unpredictable. Very, yeah, very which much. Is, which is nice. That's yes. the um, nature of us. So, before we get into how you guys all met, um, funny story. Deuce Deuce was telling me about One Stop Guild Shop, uh, and he, he hadn't like met you online or yeah, something, right, a mutual yeah. friend or something. <laughs> and uh, so he was like, "Oh yeah, uh, this is a really cool thing. Uh, I think we we could uh, you know get together and like you know make a team out of this and do all kinds of cool stuff with them and, and vice versa." And I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." So I started doing my homework. Like everyone does, they research, and I and I um, researched Ariel, and I was like, <laughs> the last name is very familiar to me. Why is it very familiar? And I was like, and I clicked her name, and then it went to Josh, and I was like, holy shit! There, I didn't put two and two together. Obviously, they're married, and so I was like, oh my god, I've known Josh for like I don't know how many years, thirteen years, something like that, since college. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. So it was like this small world thing. And I was like, all right. I'm usually known as Josh's wife. I don't even have a name. It's just, <laughs> hey, you're Josh's wife. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Did Johnny just admit to Facebook stalking Ariel? Yes. I just like to put yeah. that out yeah. there in the yeah, universe. I did, I did that for everyone, though, to be fair. So oh, God. That's why I knew scared. everyone's you names. You went to mine. <laughs> that's why I knew I'm everyone's sorry. names ahead of time. I knew everyone's names ahead of time because I do my homework. I do my research. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to call it Facebook stalking, I mean, it was very nice and light. It wasn't Every anything. girl wants a stalker, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was uh, everyone er, – it seemed like everyone, uh, when he got together, you guys had this cool little, like, uh, just like amalgamation of just fun and, and, and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Everyone's geeking out and – you know, everyone had their, everyone's early into character and all that. It was really neat to mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. Uh, I had done some D&D groups before back in the day. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. So uh, seeing this whole hit it and quit it idea really intrigued me. And Deuce mm-hmm. was telling me about it. He's like, yeah, so you can just do a one shot kind of deal with your right. character and move on. I, I like that idea a lot. And because I think it's, it's so hard to get a group it together. It is. And that was what I was about to say. Together. Yeah, so it was I'm very like, tough. The idea of I can go, I can play for four hours, mm-hmm. and I can kind of be like, fuck it with the character. Cause right, I'm like, yeah. Exactly. Dies, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. So, so you can take day. more risks and yeah. stuff, yeah. You can play chaotic evil characters right. and not worry about the party. Exactly. Right. So, obviously, I knew Josh from way back. So, how did you all meet and stuff? Like, what's the basic premise on that? How did all right, so... um. Uh, I'll start. So I first, the first person I met was Matt. Um, prior to doing One Stop Guild Shop, I ran a small theater company, and um, with Josh, one of his original plays made it to Tampa Fringe. So we had this role, and Josh said it'd be so cool if Matt Stevens would play it. And I'm like, Nah, he's too popular for us. He'd never play. And then he ended up coming aboard, and we did. Uh, two night show at Lakeland and a seven night show in the crowbar. And that's how we met. And then we did a green day tribute show together that I uh, produced. And I was like, I think I'm going to play D and D's like, can I play some D and D? And I was like, <laughs> I want to play. I was like, <laughs> yes, you can play D and D. So yeah. that's how Matt and I met. And then I kind of met Chris and Vicky around the same time. Um, I, I had met Chris through a uh, mutual friend, Jason, and then I had met Vicky through the same person. And there was uh, one day I tell this, me and Vicky had a creative outlet. Like we were like, there's nothing around Winter Haven creatively for nerds. And I'm like, 
we, let's go to Grove Roots. So we went to Grove Roots and we had a few beers. And then the next time oh. we went, we brought there Chris. were no beers that first night. There was huge milk steak, milkshakes oh, yeah. from Grove Ducky. I had beer Get the Grove story Tanya. right. Grove so Tanya. those things were better than sex. They were so awesome. So then we ended up bringing uh, Chris in, and we were just complaining about, you know, there's nothing in Winter Haven for a creative outlet, especially for the nerd community. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if we had an opportunity to create something together and give back to the community and see where it goes? And, and then... It was just. The muse it was stepped a, in. Yes, <laughs> it, it was a neat process because as we're sitting there talking about it, um, we had decided to go to Grove Roots that night just to throw a bunch of crap on the paper and see what would stick, what we could possibly run together. And um, as we're sitting there talking, we're like, "Well, we all love D and D. We want a chance to buy more dice." Okay, so how do we do this? And write it off. And, and write them off go. as a That's tax true. expense. Yep. Yes, um, expensive one. Exactly. And so that that evening, you know, uh, you know, Chris suggested he goes, "What if we just take a random character and we just throw it at people and give them twenty minutes to learn it, and boom?" And I'm like, "Will that work?" and ariel goes yes it'll work we'll make it work right and then two weeks later we're play testing it in my kitchen and it was just a really neat journey because i mean everybody in my group here i've only known the longest one sitting here is chris i've known for about five years i've known matt for i mean as a friend for probably about a year and Ariel for about a year also. So, I, you know, these are relatively new people in my life. And I was like, yeah, let's take this journey with these people because they're crazy and geeky and fun. I definitely drink beer. And they drink beer. So no. and I like beer. We they're- don't drink beer. Yeah. Only beer. Um, <laughs> we don't only drink beer. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and phrase that correctly. Yeah. Right. So obviously, Ariel and uh, uh, Vicky have s- explained how I got to know them. Like I got to know Vicky right. too through theater because uh, uh, <laughs> mutual friends. Um, but then I, I met this wonderful human being here, Matthew Stevens. Don't He's worry, I him. won't give the entire thing. I'll give a short <laughs> explanation. So we were we we do theater together, and our the, we did Shrek. And if you ha- you don't have can't see Matt, but he is a, he is a good six five. Six seven. Six. He's a good six seven. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> he is actually very quiet on his feet. I have I have built two story sets where some skinny ass little bitches are like creak 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 creak, and here's Matt Stevens tiptoeing, and he is. Just- I learned how to walk on the stage properly. There you yes, go. he did. There you um, go. So we, we we went in and we wanted to audition for Shrek, uh-huh. and I didn't know him. I went in. I was going to audition for like Farquad because I'm not black, so I didn't think I could play donkey. That's really the truth. And <laughs> so I went in and I ended up getting donkey, but we never read together. And then Matt is like there, and everyone's like, "Oh well, I mean, maybe he can't sing." And then we hear him, and he's like, oh, we're like, well, shit. Okay, good for you. <laughs> and then, well, maybe he can't act. And then we read with him. Well, I didn't, but other people did, and we're like, well, shit, good for you. And <laughs> he became Shrek. <laughs> and then we came into the first rehearsal, and we sang this beautiful song. with. Yeah. The- and I would like to preface this. I had never worked at this, this theater before. I had never met this individual before. We had not had a conversation up to this point. 
We and we sang that if you know Shrek uh, the musical, there's a wonderful three uh, like trio ender of Act One, and it's like uh, Shrek, Donkey, and Fiona. Um, which who Mel? She is also a very tall woman comparatively. She's like five nine, and we sang this beautiful thing. Never talk to each other. And then we sit in a room to have table work with the director, and I go, you know what? I thought of something while I was thinking about playing Donkey, and it just came to me. It was this question I had had since I was a little child in Trek 2. How did how does a dragon and a donkey have babies? And he's like, I I don't know. I was like, well, let me tell you. I made the mistake of asking. <laughs> I was like, learn the that biggest lesson, mistake. Didn't you? <laughs> I was like, have you ever seen South Park? And he goes, yeah. And I, I won't go into the full description, but here's the explanation. So you remember that episode with Lemmy Winks the gerbil and Mr. Slave and Lemmy Winks has stuck up Mr. Slave's anus? Well, the gerbil is donkey and Mr. Slave is the dragon. Go. <laughs> Once again, I had never talked to this individual <laughs> in my life before. What a preface yeah. I was like, what the hell did I just sign up for? What? Oh, my God. And it just kind of went downhill from there. And That's a good, accurate description. Yeah, yeah. Downhill. Downhill from there. <laughs> but I'm always with you all the way down the hill. I'm with you the whole way. The Shrek ride was where I met, um, where I first met Chris. Chris's first words to me were, don't touch me. This thing doesn't dry in 24 hours. Because the donkey costume was constantly wet. And and then like, Don't watching, hug me, I'm moist. I, so I have a picture of them from afar where, you know, I was taking taking pictures. And... Um, the first, my first sight of um, Matt was singing "Big Bright Beautiful World." I'm like, I think I love you. I know you're a gay man, but oh my god, I love you. Please sing to me. And so, yeah, they those two were epic on stage. It was the funniest of funny. So. <laughs> Wow. And this one would always tell me what was going through his mind at certain moments during the show. And of course, he told <laughs> me this like three days before we open. And he mentions, you know, when I like squat down and I have this weird look on my face, I'm like, when you roar at me, I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, uh, it's because donkeys pooping at that point. And I'm like, <laughs> you have to tell me that three days before we open. And I have to be mad at you when I roar at you. Equine creatures, before they run away, they poop and pee. That's why racehorses do it. And I was like, so I told him this. And every time he'd be like, and I go, uh, making a face. And it's like, that's donkey poop. Oh, my God. Like, the next time that we ran the show and he did that, I'm in full costume, full makeup. Like, I have, like, the big... uh, Latex cowl and face on. And acting, like, acting, acting. Yeah. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I hate you, Chris. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Put, put ice packs under our arms and, you know, in our crotch, and we're happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. That whole thing. Yeah. That whole <sighs> chestnut. So that's how we met. And then when they invited me over to uh, uh, Grove Roots for uh, um, this whole thing... Uh, we talked about it, and I had the previous summer started using these dice to create stories with kids. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'd been thinking about it and just thinking about it um, for a while about how you can use that to, 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 to create actual one-shots because we'd been watching Critical Role, mm-hmm. and I had learned what one-shots were, and I'd been right. m- more – because when I grew up, I grew up uh, – 
I had like started reading comics because I had dyslexia, and that was one way I started learning to read. But another thing I was interested in was D and D books. But I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons until two two and a half years ago because I had no one to play with. But I had been reading source books since I was a little child, mm -hmm. and so when um, I learned about these dice where you could create stories, I was like, "Whoa! Wait a minute! Uh, improv, uh, um, creating stories, one shots." not being able to get your damn group together to finish a campaign. Like, yeah. at that point, I Bob's had, wife being tired of you being in her kitchen, kitchen every Thursday night. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I had then realized Sorry, this pain that we all... That has... Since right. the beginning. Okay. When oh, D&D was invented. Pretty much. Getting your group together to continue, to continue a campaign after two sessions was nigh impossible. Like, when that happened, I was like, wait, we can just... We're still stuck we in a dungeon on one of my it campaigns. Yeah. Same. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> we can hit it and quit it. What? And I, I, that's when I brought up the idea of having the story dice and doing the 20. And we just started developing it at, from there. And then it was like, Matthew is a great DM. Hey, Matthew, we love you. You want to come play with us? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where we – and so we bought – the dice, I'm not going to say what they are because right. let's not reveal those secrets. But, you know, we bought the dice. We started working it. We started doing one shots. We started with an hour, with a three hour game with just us <laughs> sitting in the living room. That and was we, epic. We, we got our, I, I did the first one and <laughs> we got one of our uh, theme songs. It, well, uh, we rolled it and it was like a crab. And uh, it looked like someone who was in a hallucinogenic uh, trance and then a wolf howling at the moon. And then later on, there was a drag queen. <laughs> Um, and yes. so it's like, all right, everyone, this is like a, a, a yearly, uh, no, a, a every five-year event called uh, Mud Crab Carnage where a, a sushi vendor comes 500 miles in town to give you uh, this sushi and you either might have a great peyote trip or you might die. And, oh. and so then we sent everyone on a massive spirit trip and they had a real trip. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, and then did. at one point yeah, there, there was a, a trip, all right. there was a Goliath <laughs> drag queen, and we have a theme song that goes, "Give me your titties, give me your face," because that's all I could come up with as I was being a <laughs> Goliath drag queen, and and it just kept going and rolling and rolling and rolling. And once we had that first session, and then we did another hour and a half to see if you could do a shorter session, we were like, "Well, damn." This works. This works. We got some. Spoilers, guys. It works. <laughs> we figured yeah. it out. It yeah. totally works. Yeah. And we all have, what's great about our group is that we have specific set of skills, to borrow Liam Neeson's line. Um, and our Ariel um, is really good on the uh, networking side and the business side. And I come from a very business and sales background. So anything administrative or, um, and also social marketing social media boy words are hard tonight um is our is my frontier but i never ascribe to getting into the dmc never i run this sh i run the show when we have a pop-up but i my herding cattle is more my thing i don't want to sit there and tell a story to you because um yeah it's not me for all my critical role fans who might be listening i am what you call the ashley johnson of dms you have to give me like ten thousand dollars in a um uh kickstarter for me to dm again <laughs> or matt mercer naked or matt mercer naked i'll take either one i'm just saying i'll take the second <laughs> twice <laughs> but matt and but, and but matt and chris really <laughs> tweaked our game in that um 
they were the ones that were looking at the way we play and saying, okay, what if we do this? And what's the mm-hmm. formula for this? And what's this, you know, and, and so watching their creative process was just really neat because the one creative process I did was a killer PowerPoint. That's what I have done. Oh, oh but that PowerPoint, oh. Sexy PowerPoint, though. If we PowerPoints were, were ever sexy, this one was super sexy. sexy. We, yeah. we, we got to put it on a giant movie screen, screen. by the yes. way. It was, it was, it was beautiful because we had to um, present why we wanted to get the space at the Ritz Theater where we play in oh, downtown okay. Winter Haven. Mm-hmm. And so eight hours on my couch with a mouse and a keyboard and my 65-inch color television, I go, guys, sit down. <laughs> you have to see this. Ariel's first words after she could speak were, if I could marry a PowerPoint, <laughs> I would have married that PowerPoint. I would have married that heartbeat. PowerPoint <laughs> in a heartbeat. And, um, and then once we got our space, it was really neat because we had this beautiful old vaudeville house that we could bring nerds too and when we address most of our people it's nerd nation and we love it um because that's what we're trying to build is this nerd community because we don't have a place in winter haven to go there's places in lakeland and there's places in davenport and there's places around but in winter haven we've lost our comic book stores without with the exception of dombrowski's which has brought back to life yeah what we, what lot, we have which is brand new they're, they're, they're growing they're up with new. us yeah. there's actually the they were the first place we popped, popped up, up. yeah and played yeah. our game three tables pop up coming in yeah june. so in june we've um so we're coming back to dombrowski's and we're also another venue that has picked us up uh, moon mountain vapor cafe in oh. winter haven we, june 6th we did a pop-up with them and just to kind of give you an idea that have nerds they will come mm-hmm. is um the manager of that and i are, are pretty good friends and i next day i went back to him and i was like so how did we do that day because i want to know like what i need to improve on he goes absolutely nothing the day you guys came in and played was my biggest sales day oh nice. i had my managers come down and ask me how did you get all these people and he's like you wouldn't believe it dungeons and dragons <laughs> so Nerd now we're strength. going back again so they awesome. spend money and they yes. spend money yeah. so if you put it in front of them they'll spend it and sure. so we're working on other um local areas to pop up in That's um awesome. maybe venturing out lakeland places like that eventually but well and it's great because when we're, we're doing jimbroski's they're the first place we went and they're well actually right down the street from all of us yeah but like e- even though we're called the one-stop guilt shop we we just come and present Dungeons and Dragons. Where you go to Dombrowski's to buy your dice, right. to buy your books, to buy your stuff, right. and then you buy it there. And you and, come play with and us, and then we, we we lead the game for you, right? You know? And you don't have to have two or three people. You don't have to sit there and create your character sheet. We literally give you the character sheet, and and we have proven it over and over. Uh, I look at them; they know that we've proven it <laughs> yes. over and over again yes. that. You don't have to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons to play our game. Absolutely not. Nothing. Yeah, That's cool. Like the wonderful thing is, some of these folks have, who have come in who have never played before, Ever. they get so into it. They create some of the wackiest characters and do some of those. They'll pick up the halfling and swing him and. Use him as an improvised weapon. (laughs) And and, and that's kind of where I like to tell when new players come in and they're like, I'm scared. I've never played. Can I do this? My first word is like, and I stand by it and all. And when I play D&D is you play your character the way you want to. Nobody, nobody, nobody tells you how to play your character. Mm. So if this is how you want to play your character, do it. 
Um, don't be scared because one of the things that I personally focus on is the people that I have on staff, the people that I have volunteer understand it is a safe, safe environment. You can say what you want to do, do what you want to do. And it's all safe and just feel a very comforting welcome. Like just let it all out. Like we all have daytime jobs and, and, they suck sometimes so yes, you can do. come after work and you know get into a fantasy world for four hours and forget it i mean i don't want to take that away from anybody yeah it was funny um i think uh our grand opening was very large and mm-hmm. then um the next week we had a lady that brought her son to play and so she's looking around so she paid for his character sheet and um and we got him all set up and about 10 minutes later she comes back to the table and she goes can I get one more? <laughs> I was like, do you need dice, mom? <laughs> <laughs> on the house. Don't tell her. <laughs> Don't ever tell me you put something on the house. <laughs> I never want to know. I, 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 you know, it was neat to watch people learn the game and learn to play because, I mean, we all have a connection to it. My brother was dyslexic. He wouldn't read a book in his life, but he would read source books. He would read them. He read Vampire. He read so- mm-hmm. um, Shadowrun, which, incidentally, that's another one that I think should come back really quickly because Shadowrun's cool, and um, and Dungeons and & Dragons. But I never got to play with him because that was the boys' thing. Right. So I was like, all right, We're at a good time with Dungeons & Dragons. I mean, mm-hmm. getting on that, like, it is starting – we playing back in the eighties. Like it was, Oh no. Like you were the nerds at the lunch table with the trench coats and you weren't talking to nobody. We were Satan worshippers. You're exactly. And now because of the communities coming together and critical role coming out and really helping understand, like it's not, it's your, it's, it's everybody you walk next to in a cubicle and they're playing and it's their outlet. And that's what right. makes it so much fun. And that's what I've loved, like being a part of it and like watching it grow. And I keep mentioning critical role, but if you guys, if you don't see them, please watch it. Like they are doing some of the most amazing work for the community. And if I can only do a fraction of that, I think I would, I think I'd say, Oh, funny happy. story. Um, I'm in my boss's office yesterday oh, or today. And we're talking about things and he goes, well, we need some more ideas for team buildings because we do these really interesting team buildings. Yeah, we'll go with that. And um, <laughs> and I said, well, I happen to run a company on the side that does Dungeons & Dragons. Let's just play Dungeons & Dragons. I was joking. <laughs> I was <laughs> joking, y'all. Company money, y'all. Company, company money. money. <laughs> Boss goes, what do y'all charge? Oh, and no. I said, Let's talk. <laughs> and HR, like, how much do you normally charge for and, these weekends? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Joy gets back from vacation on Monday, so you guys need to sit down and talk. And I was like, Yes, we do. Yes, yes we, we do. do. <laughs> yes, we do. So even for team building, it's becoming something interesting because that's one of the things that at the table we stack um, players who are. Um, experienced with new players so that instead of building a party that you know like with your different classes and races and stuff you're building a party of people learning the game together so that's your camaraderie and so i try to mix it up i i I determine where everybody sits because i'm the mom of the group i'm the oldest so you know i've embraced it everybody calls me mom so i I have a slight segue into a question for both of you guys sure because i know y'all are old school 
D&D heads. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that we focus on with Hit It and Quit It, y- yes, you have the rules. Yes, you have uh, the DMs who will explain the character sheets. And I know we're allowed to say it because they say, hey, plug us every time we can. D&D Beyond. Um, D&D it's it's Beyond. a great way. It's a service that really helps you understand D&D and really puts it into a good format. It's the sheets that we use. Um, <clears throat> we explain what they can do. But a main emphasis for us in in the hit it and quit it is the role play aspect. Like speaking from the Matt and I as the DMs, like if you say there are often times that you might say, can I do this? And a rule might say, no, you can't exactly. But you can certainly try. try. Yeah. (laughs) And and we will often uh, tell you roll this and this and this. And then I'll tell you if you can achieve that goal. It's all about what is the main, what is the story. It's about getting there. It's about having the best three-hour experience you can. It's very much whose line is it anyway. Sure. Um, uh, and so that's what we try and grow with Hit and Quit It. That's why new players can play. That's why you can be a level three party fighting a bone devil <laughs> or a, a chase. A little bit, a little bit. But um, that's what the experience we try and give. What has been y'all's experience with D&D before? Like, I know I had my first experience with Deuce last night for D&D. But, Johnny, like, what is what was your uh, – what is the two of you's experience with D&D growing up? Well, for me, so I talked about doing Magic, right? I played Magic since day one. Deuce has been playing Magic for years. I don't know how many years he's been playing. So, like, for me – I was a big video game player. I played a lot of video games, and then I and then I started seeing Magic. So I kind of got more social. I was like, "Hey, social kind Magic kind of got me out the out the house." Social, yeah. <laughs> so and then I had some people, and this was way back when Winter Haven had a comic shop. Like I don't know how many years. Downtown, downtown, downtown Comics. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and I saw some people. They were they had these books, big old thick books. I didn't know what they were. And I was like, "What is this?" And they were they were reading characters, and I was like. Oh, this is this is Dungeons and Dragons D and D. They call it like what's D and D, and so I was kind of learning from the mouths of people that played it, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And it goes, yeah, but we, you know, we have a group of like eight to ten people. You know, we we mm-hmm. meet like every Tuesday at whatever time, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and at this time, I was like, all right, well, can I just sit in and watch you guys play? So for 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 a while, it was me just watching people play, so I can kind of see how mm-hmm. it works and and seeing all the weird things. Warrior, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And and I was like. What what do you mean rolling a natural a nat twenty or whatever and then someone roll a zero and everyone's laughing and I'm like why are they laughing a zero yeah so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah back a in the one. day yeah yeah yeah, no, I know. yeah. <laughs> so I was like what is that and then of course a one now yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was like what what is that and then everyone's laughing because the guy goes oh not only did you fail but you slipped and fell down whatever and I was like wow this is interesting the whole from a moment's notice it shifted the dynamic of the whole group the whole room right. yeah. and that's what was so interesting mm-hmm. to me so I, so I was kind of like to sit in and just watch and then and then I started getting some friends together um, and um, this was in college I guess so I haven't been playing a l- for a long time but I've been kind of aware of it for a while and that kind of got into college and I met some mutual friends from work and then we kind of all would meet at my house and we'd play and and, uh, and it was We'd play other games, two other uh, like uh, mage. You guys know mage yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'd play mage as well. So and like we'd craft our characters. But that was the first part for me that was kind of daunting was the character creation part because I'm the type of person that's very analytical and I want to create everything. Why do they have a scar on their face? Why is this? Who? Where they came from? Who their parents were? I want to see. I'd like to go overboard, I guess. But you can't really be overboard in D and D. And the character dies in two sessions. Right. <laughs> exactly. So and so they were like, yeah, do a small bio and I'm like 
mine's not gonna be small. And I, I, I brought <laughs> like a Bethesda ten game. pages. I, I brought ten pages typed up, double typed, uh, double, uh, double spaced on two sides. I like this is my Hawthorne. Character. It's this the Hawthorne of backstories. Right. This is my this is my character's backstory, and they're like, holy shit. <laughs> and uh, so we started playing it, and then I really get, got into it, and um, you know, learning the game, and it just the whole. You know, the di- obviously rolling the dice is a big, big component of it. But just like interacting with people and seeing the things that they do, everything, every time I played, it was a different experience. And I think right. that was alluring for me to be able to kind of um, not know what you're going to expect. You know, er- and obviously the the DM is always has like, and the DM that we were playing had this big old like cardboard screen, s- screen, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he'd be like, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe laughing and chuckling because he knows what's coming up, and I'm just like, "What are you doing?" And like, he'd leave us in, dice. he'd leave us in the lair, in like in sewers, and like oh, dungeons, and like all over the place, and then we'd be surrounded, and he'd like, "All right, who's getting out of this? Who has the foresight to get out of this?" And then we'd be like, "Well, what if I can shoot a die, uh, shoot an arrow that would hit this beam and knock these people over, and like roll it?" And then he'd get like a two, and be like, "Well, not only did you shoot that 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 arrow, that arrow bounced off the wall, hit you into the arm, now it's stuck into your left shoulder blade." And so it was just like weird, <laughs> like random stuff. That sounds about right. Yeah, a, a secret. The screen is covering up the fact that oh, I. The numbers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the really the numbers. Yeah, it, but it's, it's just, it was just so much fun for me just to see the whole environment and the whole uh, community, if you uh-huh. will. And so I haven't played an actual D and D probably. It's probably been a couple years. <laughs> so mm. I'd like to get back into it. So oh, that sounds like an <coughs> invite for a Johnny and Deuce hit it and quit it sponsored it by it One Stop Guild Shop. I vote for me being the DM. Everyone's gonna <laughs> shit themselves at least once. <laughs> <laughs> That happens in almost every single one shot that he does. Almost, almost. <laughs> I said almost. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much my experience with D and D. I haven't played as much as I've wanted, but I've been aware of it for a long time. Hey, so. as long as you're available. Yep. We're a pop up company. We, we will drive are. to your house. And Mister. Yeah. Um. So every Sunday I'd go to Downtown Comics because I started in miniature gaming first. So like I did historical, and then it got to be I was in a group now. Albeit at the time I was in middle school, so I'm going to say I was like 13, 14, around there. And it was mostly men in their 30s and 40s, but we played Battletech. And oh, so yes. they decided after a few months, they're like, hey, like every other Sunday or one Sunday month, we're going to play D&D. And I was like, well, I've never played D&D before. So number one, it was daunting because it was new to me. And also I'm with these older men that I respect and look up to. So mm. it was like double daunting because it was like i don't know what i'm doing but i also don't want to screw it up because like i respect these guys so we did that and it it, funny story i'll keep it very short mom found all my D &D stuff and we're we're kind of a religious (laughs) household so she didn't mind the playboy she she was not happy so i said hey you need to call our our dungeon master and talk to him and she called him and was talking to him, and she's 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 like, "Hey, Mrs. Deuce, you know." But she explained, he explained to her, she's like, "Listen, there's not anything demonic going on. Not only that, I am having Kyle bring me all of his report cards, and if he doesn't have a B average, he's not allowed to play." So, like, she came from it like, "Oh, he is not only teaching him maybe some values, but also like." Making him excel at his studies because right. he wants to play with you guys. Mm-hmm. Right, so, it's an incentive to play. Yeah, yeah. so the, right. so it kind of took over a new thing. So it worked out really good. But that was interesting. So I did that for a few years. Kind of fell off in high school and then in college because you met my buddy Nate. He was a part of my role yeah. playing group for years, mm-hmm. and we played 
God, we played for probably six, eight years. And they're still playing together, that group. Right. Like, and they've been together for like 20, 30 plus years. Um, and they still play every week. I just fell out of it. Now, we would bounce around from different, different systems. We didn't do in that group D&D so much. We did the old TSR Marvel system, which they use a lot. Uh, we used Palladium a couple times. Like, we'd bounce around with different games and systems to, you know, superhero games. So, it was nice to – because I haven't role-played in three, four years. So, it was nice to come back on the stream You role-played last, last night, bitch. I did. But I'm saying <laughs> pre-last night. Like, yeah. it had been three or four years. So, it was nice because – it was one of those things where I was like riding a bike. Like I didn't forget how to do it. So right. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And I really enjoyed it because I forgot how much I love playing D&D. Because right. it's, it's fun and it's escapism and you get right. to be somebody else for a couple Escape of He's a great DM, isn't oh, yes, he? He's he is. He's phenomenal. He's how many characters did he do last night? Like 15? Yeah. I was only prepared actors. for half yeah. of the Because he told me, like, we, me and him both were on the same page. Because, like, I gave him, like, a very – bare bones backstory and like i was kind of coming up with my backstory on the fly and he was having to do stuff on the fly because he's like i'm <laughs> winging it too and then it became like really intense because he was like fuck they're asking a lot of we're, questions we're, not we're a curious <laughs> fucking it was, yeah, bunch. it was so <laughs> fun but you say a lot about like character creations yeah. and um and you'd mentioned character creation i think yeah. that's one of my favorite points i love creating characters and one of the things that i've like i found with like evolving like my characters, the ones I play, because I've played in a few. Me and Matt started our first campaign together, playing in an, an Elder Scrolls written oh, cool. uh, campaign. And um, I, st after a while, you play this character for a while, and you start to see your character a little bit of you in there. Mm -hmm. And it's yes. super funny to kind of like when you have those moments, whether you're in battle or you're in a role playing session, and you're like, "That's me," yeah. you know, and you start to see yourself in all these characters, yeah, and yeah. it's it's super, it's a realization moment. And God forbid you have a character that ends up dying that you've like poured so much work heart in. pages soul yeah. research vo try to figure and out so the right voice this character and it's like so much like, it'll tear you die. up <laughs> well which is uh one of the popular feels with D D. it's like getting people together is one of the popular things it's next to impossible to do having a character die and you're like no but that's part of why we did the hit it and quit it right because yes. you can look at a character and you know from the get-go it's only three hours so you can literally do anything you want you can blow your load on spells because you're probably not going to get a long rest you know you can sit there and you can play a, and for all of you DD nerds out there you understand this you can play a true neutral character which a lot of DMs say don't play. Or you right. can play a chaotic evil character because you don't have to worry about the rest of the party surviving through this experience mm -hmm. because it is then up to us, and we often, at least I do, I know, I know you do too, tell our players at the table before we start, listen, it is partially our, you might die, but you won't die until like hour 245. <laughs> two, like at hour two, 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 and 45 minutes, you might die. But we won't let you die after two because you paid us money. Like, like we have to get... But we have only yeah. had one character we death in we since we have been running. And it was actually one of our new DMs, not one of one of these guys. Yeah. And it was hilarious we because he... We had an ongoing bet of who, who would get the first, first death. Yeah. And yeah. it was the new guy who came It was came the new in. guy. Yeah. It wasn't one of us. No. Darn him. But, but, but that's part of what we, what we try and do is... A, get people to understand you know or 
have that experience. You know, you can do that so that when your character you've spent all this time going on dies, they might die, but bitch, take that one to another campaign. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's a it's an, a lack of emotional attachment to the characters, you know, mm-hmm. because you're only going to know these characters for three hours and then you're going to throw them in the garbage and, and move on and yeah, you've escaped for three hours and you've had an interesting adventure. And each of our DMs give a different type of adventure. All joking aside, um, with Matt, um, a lot of times you're going to get a bit more of a traditional campaign where you're going to get the monsters and stuff like that. So you're going to get your more dungeon delve. And with Chris, you're never quite you sure. Never you know never know. You never know. But you're pretty sure that you know somebody's going to. You're going to laugh a lot. But you're going to laugh a lot. I make sure you laugh a lot. And and you you're still going to have that fantasy world. And um, our newest DMs, um, Annalise and Thomas. Uh, Thomas is going to give you a dungeon delve every time. You're going to be fighting oh, monsters. Yeah. That's why he killed our first. It, and yeah. he weaves an amazing story. He, he, he knows D and D. He knows. He knows stats. it cold. Right. Now Annalise, she's going to give you more of a modern twist. One of her campaigns included a dance off. That's right. <laughs> that's Everybody got dance up and dance because it. she's such a workhorse. In that one night we were short on DMs, and I walked up to her and I said, "Are you going to kill me when I set the seventh person at your table?" She goes, "Nope." So she put three of them to sleep for eight rounds. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, she true. knows how to work she, it." That's she awesome. Did, yeah, that's great. And so uh, that's another thing is the game is adaptable. Sure. And yeah. um, you can play a level three character. You can play a level five character. Um, Chris is in the process of developing a gauntlet, and um, we've actually had oh, six yeah. players that are um, that are beta testing it for us. I mean, they have they asked for it, and we were like, "So, so you're gonna pay us?" Five dollars a session, and um, play. Sure. So I will side note and explain what a gauntlet is. Um, footnote: A gauntlet. <laughs> if you've ever have, you, I know you have, mm-hmm. and I know you have. Final Fantasy VII. Yep. So, Final Fantasy VII. When you're trying to get the Omni Blade with Cloud, and you have to go through the gauntlet where you go through all the different levels of creatures, right. and every single time you add a new status effect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So. With our hit it and quit it, our hit it and quit it is very um, role play based. It's it's very much improv Dungeons and Dragons. If you really want to whittle it down to it, um, well, there are two types of players. There's the role players, and then there's the dungeon delvers, the people who just want to mid max and beat the crap out of things. And so uh, I started thinking about it, and eventually I got to the point where it's time to develop a gauntlet mid max. I just want to kill shit i want to be a party i want to i want to level each session and i want to eventually be level 20 in a month you know you want that and we can give that to you um and so i i got this wonderful group of people uh uh and we have six players and we just started at level uh level 15 you started at 10 yeah 10 10. 10. we started at 10 and and i i looked at them and said hey can all six of you come? Because they were a D&D group who gets together. I said, can you all six of you come and we will develop and start beta testing this gauntlet feel so that um, I, I, and we have experience that you get when you kill these creatures. Um, and if you revive someone, you get experience points. But we have a leaderboard. And so at the end of the um, 
Have you ever played Diablo 3? Yes. Okay. So you know how you have season, you have seasonal, yeah. and at the end of the seasonal, mm-hmm. it's over? Right. Essentially, we're doing a seasonal character. So you develop a seasonal character over D&D Beyond, and we give you the rules, and you turn in all of your character by Saturday, and then on Monday, you come in, and you play your character, and you stay with that character for the whole season, and by the end of the season, based on the experience points, <clears throat> sorry, you then have a leaderboard status. Um and we're slowly, not slowly, but we're developing every Monday for the last three times. We've had three sessions mm-hmm. now, and we will end on Memorial Day where we have um, the last a three-hour session where they're fighting their monsters. And then they will end at level 18 um, and have a battle royale where they fight each other. The reason we're having a mm-hmm. level 18 fighting each That's other awesome. is because one of, the, one of the people in the party is a Circle of the Moon druid, and oh, so if wow. I give her level 20, she'll just turn into an ancient dragon and kill everyone. <laughs> and, like, That's legit. Yeah, yep. and, like, and, and she, she's also the DM of the group, and so she know like, it's funny, because I have two DMs in that group, and they all know their shit. Like, she, she's, to- I'm sitting there talking about dragons, and she's like, oh, here's the stat. It's like, this is great for a beta test, but damn it, you know all the stats. <laughs> like, it, it, so it, it's wonderful, because we're trying to give, a, and a, the idea is that once we beta test this, um, you can come in and you can either have a hit and quit experience where you're role playing and just having a shitting great time, or you can join the gauntlet season and you can have your character and through the course of this month come in and you can go to a gauntlet table, you can fight this, you're at this level, and then we will have a scoreboard and you can have your three levels. Are they both snoring? Yeah. <laughs> nice. There is a pug and a wonderful husband over there on the couch. He just will outsnore a, a pug any day. Both of them. <laughs> um, but you. the Got idea is that we have, both, we have both these things <laughs> Sorry, for both these types of players <laughs> with the gauntlet. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I think Diablo 3 is a good uh, analogy to referencing about. Yeah, yeah for that. Yeah. Yeah. For it the seasonal sense. and then the final. Because right. with Final Fantasy, right. you get it because. So here, here's what you do. You'll like this because you don't understand this. Um, there is a a list of uh, effects, um, either positive or negative, um, one through twenty. And at the start of the round, everyone in the party rolls a d twenty. Right. Uh, a one is unconscious at zero. A twenty is foresight, where you have advantage on everything. And then in between, you have effects like poison, blindness, and and uh, some positives like spirit guardian or a uh, uh, spirit spiritual weapon and then after the first round you have that effect <laughs> on uh, we're waking up some very wonderfully loud snores they were very adorable <laughs> they were very cute it was wonderful Woo! yay there's yeah. a fist bump it was, <laughs> it was very adorable if you could see it yeah. or hear it but so after the first round you roll that d20 you get the effect after you defeat these monsters um, which is like eight kobolds, and you get your experience. Then you roll a d4. Uh, no, the, you roll another d20, and you find out your next effect. And then you roll a d4, and you find out if the previous effect also stacks. So it's like oh, the wow. roulette yeah. on the cloud sure. Final Fantasy. Yep. And right now, we they've done uh, three sessions, and they're up to seven effects that could possibly stack. And so some of them have foresight like twice but some of them can be blinded or or dumped or poisoned and it's this it's the random chance and it it goes 20 for the first one and then a d4 50 50 shot evens 
it affects odds it doesn't. Oh, okay. And then the next one is D20 for the definite effect, then a D4, odds evens, then a D6, odds evens. And it goes on, so we actually roll all of the dice, including a percentile dice at the end. And so the possibility of you facing a dragon where someone is, like, at one point the cleric had spiritual weapon, spiritual guardian, and beacon of hope. But then the wizard was blind, deaf, and dumb. And <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, uh, it, like, and so it's all this right. stuff, and they have to figure it out. And but at one point they killed a, a, a beholder in before the beholder actually got to go because of all the effects and how they planned. So it's the, it's this, yeah, it's it, it's really cool. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What did listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Um, another thing that I like about D&D is Deuce keeps bringing up the word escapism, and I think that's a, a awesome thing about you know getting mm. lost in this world. But another thing I always love is seeing people that are play, that play characters that are not like who they are. You know, absolutely. They, so someone that's really shy and timid all of a sudden is big and bold and brash and. And it's really interesting to see that. Like, it gives that them that safe space. It, it gives does. them, yes. and that's like the end of the day. It just gives them maybe in their day-to-day life they can't be that person. Like they have to be that shy, reclusive person. And that's kind of what we do is give them an opportunity to put that away and be like, hey, be who you want to be and act how you want to be and play the character. We um, we have so many, you know, we have so many people that come and put on an- another skin for the evening. And it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, one of our folks that comes has Asperger's and he he loves the escape that he gets from coming and playing with us. He's the dad first one. Dad brings him, drops him off. First one Every there, night last he's one the out. first one in, the last one out. He collects all of his character sheets because these are, mm-hmm. you know, these are very special to him. Dubrowski. Awesome. He was one of the first, first people at Dubrowski. He was one of our first at Dubrowski. So it is, it's an amazing escape mm-hmm. from when, you know, life is tough. I always play um, very gregarious, big personality. Dragonborns. Yes, Dragonborns. <laughs> I do. They would not let me play Dragonborns, so I'm a half elf in this current campaign, which I'm very upset about because I like being six eight, weighing three hundred pounds. But you're still a and drag king in this. I'm a drag king in this from the College of Glamour. She she is 
freaking amazing, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> Deuce doesn't want to talk about it, and it's fine. It's not a safe space on the Twitch stream. I don't know what they're talking about. It is not a safe space. But when you, when you, in a world Deuce that doesn't, there sitting there. In a world nope. that doesn't nope. make sense nope. sometimes, the world of D and D makes sense because you can play your character and the world makes sense. Mm-hmm. If that if that makes any sense, right? Um, so the we give our folks a really safe space to enjoy themselves and to learn a game. And even if you don't want to play Dungeons and Dragons, that's the great thing about our pop-ups is we give you other outlets. Chris's mom comes and sits at the table with me every week. And I have decided every week I'm teaching her a new game. I taught her Flux one week. Um, I've taught her Splendor. Um, So a bunch of board games, because we do have our collection of board games. And I figure that, you know what? They're sitting up there. We're sitting at the table. We're going to play some games. And that's an escapism, too. It's Mm -hmm. a place where you can go and just come inside the Ritz, a great, beautiful theater. And just see it. And see it and have have three or four hours to yourself where you really don't have to worry about anything. And that was really what we wanted to create. And the first night, I remember our opening night, when it opened and I'm standing back at the table and I'm watching all of them run their games and, you know, everything is flowing and I'm like, holy shit, we did this, y'all. And in two months, we did this. We went from an idea on paper to playing on the floor of the Ritz Theater in in five-pack It was a very surreal experience and being there and, like, doing the process of setting it up and then getting to that first day and, like, we're in the Ritz and we're getting ready and we all look out on the stage and we're like, holy crap, like, this is ours to play D&D and, like, this is ours to play tabletop games. And uh, one of the ideas that approached us and we are going to start doing is if Bob's wife is tired of you playing in the kitchen and dressing it up every Friday night. Well, Bob. I feel like Bob's Bob. got called the fuck out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we use Bob as, like, a... Like a Okay. <laughs> his yeah, wife sucks. Bob's wife is cool. Bob's wife's. Wife. I mean, Bob is a palindrome, y'all. So, yeah. so we um, we allow for you. Uh, we have special rates and things for groups. Uh, we allow you to bring in your own campaign and sit and rent one of our tables for the evening. So you always have a place to go because that's. I never want to hear somebody say I don't have anywhere to go to play D and D. Yes, you do. Every Monday night, you can come and you can play. Um, Hopefully in the future, there'll be more more mm-hmm. days than just Monday. Because sure. um, obviously our end goal at the end of the day is to have our own space, be able to call our home officially and run D&D seven days a week. Use book T-Store. Yeah, <laughs> use book T-Store, um, which, you know, yes. So we're, we're definitely excited to work towards, like, and that's some of the goals we have. And a lot of goals, one of the biggest goals I have of doing um, is when you learn D&D, you learn it from Wizards of the Coast language, and sometimes Wizards of the Coast language is not very clear. It reads like stereo instructions. Pretty much. Let's not talk about Thacko. So it's really hard sometimes to, like, ha- what do I roll when I'm in this situation? How do I roll this? What does alignment mean? Right. What does this mean? Um, right. It, we want to create, a, like, a pamphlet right. that you can have, and that will... Um, so you get to our tables and you're new to the game, it's a, oh, I can look this up. Oh, that's where it is. Because your DM only gets 20 minutes. And they're all trained to get it done, and they're also trained to help you. But they all, I want to give them enough time they can so you can get the most best experience story you can. 
that makes the three sense. hours. Yeah, because so. I think Deuce said earlier, it is like for, for a player um, when you really want to get into it, it is kind of daunting because like oh, yeah. you want to create a character and then like you talk about alignments and everything and you know what class. That's why I let Matt do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is what I want. This is yeah. You do it. So, like, no. yeah. At one point, we all started asking him so many questions. He just looked at me and Matt, said, you know what? You need to just <laughs> I, I don't know any of this. Just look at him. Look at Matt. Just look, said, at look at Matt. He just look told me, me to look at him. I don't know what the fucking answer is. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say though that I'm the only one at his table at the table who recognized his character? High five! High five. <laughs> I'm going, holy shit! We are Raylan Givens up in this table, yeah, and I'm like, like I pulled we need to bring justified. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, and his mama was Reba, so um, <laughs> that that yeah. was that was some good times. But it um, it, it's an interesting um, even our stream feeds us because we don't get to play. Because no. we help people play. <laughs> and so our stream is our way of getting to play the game each oh, week. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. we, no, we don't usually get to play because we're putting it on. Either right. they're DMing, I'm running the table, um, we're, we're running tabletop games. So on a Monday night, we don't get to play. So we figured, you know what, the best thing to do is on Tuesday nights, Let's sit down and we get to play some Dungeons and Dragons and we get to let go and we get to right. have our escape on Tuesday nights. Well, and it's it's very much uh, our one of our um, inspirations with Critical Role, which we talked about, um, which I am proud to say that I introduced Ariel to Critical Role. I actually I literally I this is this is actually I how know. I introduced Ariel and Josh to Critical Role. I said, y'all are coming over to our house, and you're going to give me three and a half hours. Oh, no, you're going to give me four hours. Yeah. I'm going to cook you a steak dinner. He did. It was I so am good. A, I am actually... <laughs> so like, good. Marinated uh, with Pabst Blue I'm Ruben. not going to lie. If I ever say I'm going to cook food for you, you should probably just say yes. Yeah. I'm actually a pretty decent 100% yeah. agree um, with that. But I, I cooked them a... Uh, it, was, it was steak... Green beans, mashed potatoes, and a vinaigrette salad. Um, and wow. then I sat them down and I said, watch the first episode of Campaign 2 of Critical Role. And they watched it. And she has a tattoo that says, that has a quote from the show on her arm now. Like, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, so, um, oh my God, I don't even know where I was going with this. Uh, but all right, I, someone, oh, no, but go. you got it. Oh, I was just going to talk about the uh, the campaign real quick if anyone has anything else that they want to add before you go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so right now on the stream, uh, we're running a homebrew campaign. It's called The Madness of Istiberia. And uh, uh, it's a v very dark horror, uh, steampunk, uh, Lovecraft adventure. I found this very beautiful source book uh, that is... Like it's only available available in PDF right now because it just finished its Kickstarter and they're going to print. Um, and I found it and it put basically all of Lovecraft into Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh. Um, so I I was like, this is a campaign I've always wanted to do. Um, it's in a a world that I, I that I've used several different times called Istiberia, and it's just it, it's got kind of a modern like 1920s twist and steampunky and uh 
That's what, like mobster. Like I, I, I refer to it as like 1920s LA noir, like the mobster side with a steampunkish. Because yeah, and it centers around the undiscovered mysteries detective agency. Oh, cool. Um, and they're uh, finding out all the uh, cult activity in the area right now. So I have an external, internal, uh, internal, external dialogue, so that I have the whole film noir like feel. Like he, uh, she walks in. She's pretty and she's sultry. She has an air about her, but I actually say it out loud because <laughs> I have a, a thing. Oh, so I realized what I was getting on with Critical Role. It's with this, with the Tuesdays, it's like in order to – the only way you can actually do D&D on a regular basis is, is, it make you, is if you make it your job. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that we like, do. That's how they can get together every Thursday because it's their, it's their, their job. Their job. Right. Like they have, they have to. to do it. And so we, we found that the only way we could get together for a damn campaign that is on a regular basis is if to we make, make it, it our job. job. It's in your and contract. Get, yeah. 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 Like you have we, to show up. Right. Get us on contract. Right. And everyone, we have, we have a deadline. We have to be on stream 8.30 every Tuesday night. Right. Hey, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. But well, I, I am great. I get to play D&D with three of my best friends every Tuesday night and it just doesn't mm. get any better than that. And on Monday nights, I get to help them teach other people the game. Yeah. So it is... At the end of the day, that's all we want to do. Yeah. Like, that's, like, our four main goal. You know, this could take off. This could not take off. I mean, we all kind of secretly hope it does because we want to quit our day jobs. But um, if it doesn't happen, I think if it's just something that we do on the side that gives back to the community. I mean, we've all talked about wanting to go to cons. That's obviously on the list of things that we want to accomplish. Um, but it's mainly just an outlet for all of us to share D&D, share tabletop gaming, share the role-playing community, and give back. Because if you get involved with the role-playing community, and the D- it will give you back so much more than you'll ever expect. No one knows that better than these two. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, you know, it was amazing to come across to you guys because right. um, you have been a very, a very helpful and guiding us and so you know, glad I answered that, that phone a call. Of, a lot of a lot <laughs> of our sure, answers <laughs> have come from you guys and uh, is we it telemarketer nope nope <laughs> <laughs> we certainly appreciate it because um the one thing that we've kept to is staying local mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that you know deuce really drove home in our first meeting together was you know what we don't have an outlet here stay local do this stay and local will. and listening to you guys's podcast and stuff i i went home the first night after we met deuce and i'm like all right let's see what this guy's yeah about. i've been doing it. i <laughs> podcast stalked you and i'm like holy fuck first of the guy well first of all this guy's funny yeah and um, i thought you were a lot nerdier and, 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 i'm just saying too. like i thought you had glasses you're a total sexy bear i'm just saying I podcast you know? <laughs> And I mean, I any podcast that opens with a um, it opens with a beer crack. You just can't go wrong with that. Yeah. That's very Polk County. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I remember that. I remember because we were getting ready for like a grand opening or something, and I got a Facebook message, and I I text them. I was like, guys, somebody named Kyle's met a podcast. Are are we that popular now? Like, should I answer this or just one that I like? Wait, and they're like, no, you should answer it. And I answer was like, it now. Hey guys, I think this could be something. <laughs> I'll take uh, the phone call. I I remember the first time we had the meeting with uh, Kyle at uh, I love how they, it, they allegedly call it the meeting to us it was a big meeting, meeting. like so it, was, was epic. it was it was epic and um, uh, it was at Grove Roots and I had um, been working at the theater and so I went there and I was like an hour early just sitting there drinking and I see him walk up in like a 
flamingo outfit no it was yeah. pink yeah. yeah it was pink yeah. pink parrots it was yeah, something yeah, something that sounds yeah. about right and i was like okay maybe that's him but i also there were no tables outside and everyone was inside mm-hmm. and so i was waiting and i didn't want to like randomly walk up to this person and be like hey you kyle like really weird and so i'm sitting there like outside grover it's like drinking my beer also, not only watching him go into Grover, it's like he can take care of himself if that's actually him. But I'm also scouting out the table, and there were two people sitting there, not really sitting at a table. I was like, "Bitches, get away! I got a meeting. We got a meeting. We, we got a meeting." meeting. <laughs> and and I'm scouting out the table, but no one else had gotten there yet. So I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna like." I'm going to sit here and stalk the table until he <laughs> until he gets away. And then one of them went away and so I did the walk over and like casually sit down and hopefully they got the point and then everyone else showed up. It's like, "Yeah, he's at the bar." It's like, "I know him." And I walked and said, "Hey, you Kyle?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not to be outdone, we rolled up to Grove Roots and in my innkeeper bag, just in case he said he wanted to, was five level five characters you could have played with us right we were, there we were ready to play and then we went to applebee's <laughs> half price taps y'all oh uh, yeah uh, no it wasn't the half price taps it, it was, was the, the dollar vodka drinks. drinks oh my god we were so not happy with the yeah, gay, it bacon, the gay strip. bacon it was great strip. i loved it but you should take away a lot we're a bunch of four weirdos who just who just love D&D and the community has been so welcoming and Very. we've had a lot of support behind us with this. Not only the four of us, but like our families, like our mamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband has put up with a lot of me like not being home because it's like I am home, but I'm like on my computer working like I work full time seven hours a day that I'm seven hours here and not always home. So it's nice to have a support system because if you don't like it. It could all fall apart. So thanks, babe. I just snoring on the couch. I actually have another question for you two. Yes. Okay. And we can all answer it. But it's a common commonality. I kind of know yours. Okay. But ideal character. <clears throat> character type. And we can all answer it. Because I I don't know what yours is. Uh, I'm, I'm like looking at Ariel. But, I mean, if you, your D&D character, the one you stuck with, the one you love, the one you connected with wholeheartedly, and you're like, I like, you know, when you play those role playing games where it's like six characters, and you always sure. start like I always start with a rogue, right? Which um, I did as well. No, I don't know what uh, which edition because I played later, so I don't know. If, Doesn't matter. Uh, is there's bards, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Is there bards? Yeah. Yes. I'm make sure because I played a bard, but uh, which. W- w- uh, chaotic good bard. Yeah, but which uh, three point five three advanced? Uh, I don't know how many. Which one it would be? Um, I don't remember the, the. What year? This was like two or three years ago. Three point five. Three point five. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know which which version it was or which yeah. edition. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I played a bard. Um, and a whole backstory. This is the one I had like. 10-page backstory and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Andar Beckham. Uh, it sounds like a Star Wars character in hindsight now that I think about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I had this whole... I, I can send you the send you the uh, the story. I have it saved. No, still. you should totally send it to him so that yeah. you can play a guest star in our Ooh. thing. Because, if yeah, yeah it's yeah. done, y'all. It's done. It's He's going to play a bard. We can Skype you Star Beckham, we already know that you're available yep. at nighttime. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Skype you in. Actually... Actually, you say you play a bard, but you enjoyed this bard? Yeah, yeah, it was very good. Yeah. 5e, 
best addition for bards. Am I wrong? And and they're amazing. So yes, continue. Because because I, I like because I Josh and I mutual musicians. So we both you know are musicians and stuff. So like I, I play guitar and bass and banjo and piano and stuff. So like it was like it was like yeah I had to play a bard. I'm gonna try out a bard and see what a bard's all about. And I think I before the first character I played before that I think I did a dragonborn actually, and that was different. Uh, I didn't. It was. The character it was pre-made. I guess it was like pre-made for me. Some because it was my first time ever playing, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna have these characters." And then we, and then we after that we played mage, and then I played. I think I played like a um, not a ninja or or not what do they call not a rogue, but it's like a assassin. Assassin. That's yeah. What it is. They yeah. they got rid of that class right. because they were too crazy powerful. Right. So so like I bounced around between different characters, but I really stuck. I think I played a, a paladin one time. Is that a car- class? Paladin, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played uh, in a cleric. Yeah, yeah. So these are just the ones I'm coming off the top of my head that I can remember. I've, They're I've better played. in five e because uh, right. like earlier on the paladins, like you had to stay lawful good, right? Or you lost I remember all your that. powers, right? But now in five e, it as long as you stick with what your god's tenants are, then you you can mm-hmm. still. Be a paladin. <laughs> yeah, so but yeah. my best experience was Andrew Beckham because um, you know, that's the character I put a lot of time into. It he never died. So in in the campaign that we played, but Matthew DM of Istiberia, yes. I do believe that there is a character that has not died that can be played by Johnny Deuce. Not Johnny Deuce. Your Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> what is your last name, Johnny Womack? Johnny Womack. Do you agree? I do agree. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Awesome. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I it's, like I said, it's been a couple of years since I played uh, an actual D and D. Because before, after, before that, we had did a, uh, a a mate. We got really big into mage, and I, they like they were bringing all these books over, and I was like, wow, what is this? They're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take two months to to develop your character, and I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> so every so every week we had to send out a an update to our DM. We'd be like, all right, this is an update. This is you know. The whole thing, but mage it, mage felt more like a streamlined version of D anD D, so it yeah. wasn't as involved. So, right. um, I think that's what's cool about what you guys are doing. This does feel more streamlined, where you don't have to be like have all this knowledge in the back. Right, of your head. right. Like, you don't. D anD D Beyond helps you because he literally oh, yeah. created his character in like well, an hour. It, but yeah, but but you know what I mean. Like, but yeah, yeah, like literally, Matt showed me it, and it was on like a little. Uh, what do you call them? Fancy things. Tablet. A tablet. Tablet. Yeah. So it was on a tablet, and I pulled it up, and it had everything there. Like you get a plus two for this, you get a plus one for this, you don't right. get a plus for this. Like everything was listed, and it was even like you could hit a button, and it would go to like attacks. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be called. Right. And say like what all your attack rolls would be, and then there was oh, a cool. button you would hit yeah. for equipment, and list all your equipment and like your gold. And there was even places like my. Uh, Barbarian has a berserker attack, and you can only use it three times before you got to take a long rest. And there's a little box, so you can click every time you've used it. Yes. So you, it'll oh, keep that's cool. on mm-hmm. there online. See, so I wish like, I had that when yeah. I was playing. Yes. Right. We, but I thought yeah. that was cool because it was like it saves it to the cloud or wherever it saves it to. So you sign up for an account. Yeah. No, not yeah. even that. He, yeah. We have the account for the yeah. DM thing. Oh, so cool. literally, if Matt were to say, hey, you're – you're going to join this thing and we'll send you down a rabbit hole. You're not going to leave. Like you'll sit <laughs> yeah. there and you'll create all these characters. If you just go into the website, you don't have to pay anything and you can create this stuff and you can figure it out. Oh, cool. And I, I guarantee you, you know, that first time you went on Wikipedia 
<laughs> and, yeah, you yeah, know. And what it I'm was like three o'clock in yeah, the morning. The yeah. rabbit hole. Oh yeah. You're gonna sit there and you're gonna be like, huh, 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 huh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna. But look it's nice. really cool because like it'll like say if I use the berserker attack one time, the next time we play, it's gonna show me. Oh, I've used it one time already, so I've only got two left. Right. And like Matt has my password and login and everything, so if he needs to make any adjustments, he can go in on his laptop at home and like adjust or tweak or do whatever to fix my character That's sheet. That's cool. Yeah. And it's not like he has to like. I have to come early to session and give him my character sheet. He's got to pour through books and do all this shit. Mm-hmm. He can just do it at home. Which Makes right. it so much, so much yeah. easier. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Super easy. So, and you guys like were at MegaCon and like you leveled up your characters and shit like from your laptops. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to brag or anything, <laughs> but yeah. I had my character way leveled up after the session because yeah. I take that. Super serious. It's pretty much yeah. like second in command to my yeah. life. No, but like being there was me- three people that showed up that are like, oh, we forgot to level up, and they're like, bitch, we going in thirty minutes. Like, get <laughs> like, your shit together. You better do it right now. But it makes it easier if you if you're in a crunch, you're able to level yeah. up, yeah. and right. um, it's it's so it's a great tool to have, and the fact that they make it free and, and all the lore they have it on there. But even if you get it as like a, a, a dungeon master, it's like ten bucks a month or something. It's actually only like five or six. Five six dollars, and a you month. can have like all yeah. these accounts and stuff yep. on there. So That's it makes cool. it it makes it a characters. lot easier. So yeah, like with my account, I'm able to share uh, all of the content that I've bought through them baby so, you got a lot of content well, I, I haven't paid for that package but i i have quite a bit uh but i attach it to the campaign that everyone's uh character is on and so that content gets shared to everyone and everyone's able to select from that content and stuff like that while they're creating their character which is that's cool. really really that's, nice that's awesome i think if i was going to answer chris's question and he'd asked me three weeks ago, I'd have told you that it was Tava, Dragonborn Fighter, Eldritch Knight. But I, because um, that was that was one of the first characters that I played, and I loved my Dragonborn, Blue Dragonborn. Why? And, um, but I have severely enjoyed getting out of my comfort zone and playing a bard. And I am um, so good. And uh, Quinn, my, my bard from the College of um, Glamour right now, um, She's really my escape. She she is amazing. She's a handy woman by day, and she runs a club at night. So, yeah, and she sings and dances. So, nice. you know. Yeah, I've had a lot of interesting, going back to that, characters. I, I currently play right now, I play Nova. She's a um, Azimir warlock, and uh, she's a bit... All my characters are all dark characters. I have yet to have a character that has no. a happy ending. Um, but she's interesting. But character my favorite with character, a tragic backstory in, in Dungeons D- and Dragons. What? Never. No, my but I think got my um, my favorite character that I've ever done, and I am currently still playing her. Um, I've been playing her for about a year now. Is Emberlyn. She's a dark elf sorcerer, which is completely out of my realm. Like I, I only play rogue. But um, she's kind of a rogue too, though. Um, so I'm kind <laughs> she's of a like, wizard who attacks with a dagger. So, she killed a manticore with a dagger. And I'm so. a sorceress, and I have, well, we have like one of the highest armor classes at level. Say we're at level eight now, eight, and I have a level seventeen as a sorceress, which is completely unheard of. But I've stacked it to be like a rogue as well. That's Pisses cool. my DM off every time. Um, <laughs> but she, I love her character because she's fun and she's kind of like me and. She doesn't really care. She's going to do what she wants, take what she wants by any means necessary. And a lot of that's from my own personality that some people might say. Um, <laughs> so it, it's it's fun. I miss playing her. and um, But she's my all-time favorite. Yeah, 
Yeah, mine. I, I know Chris kind of hates her, uh, but I play a <laughs> bard. Her name is Estrella Sageblaze, and she uh, is the most badass character I've ever rolled. Uh, right now, I have her in our Tomb of Horrors that uh, Chris has been DMing I'm on. I'm going to talk about the Tomb of Horrors when she's done. <laughs> when this bitch is done, <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Tomb of Horrors. Because, yeah. Uh, I, I've had this character for a while, and I used her in another campaign. And Chris said, "I want to run a tube of horrors on the stream," and we're like, "Awesome!" And he's like, "Okay, you have to get ready. Like this, I am trying to kill you in here. This is how it is. It's my job to yeah. kill you. It literally says in Tomb of Horrors, it's the DM's job to kill you. That's why it was invented. Right. So, my bard, uh, she's actually." It, she, She's a little bit rogue as well. Um, Yeah, she's got like a passive perception of like 24, which is unheard of. I can see three seconds into the future. Um, (laughs) So, and uh, like I keep throwing things at him, like uh, uh, my flying broom that I'm able to get. (laughs) The first thing I said when we did the gauntlet was that no one is allowed to have a fucking flying broom. <laughs> Which is a green, like, it's common green. item. It's green. It's a green common item, thanks to Vaxalia Dawn in Critical Role. Be- you leave my baby alone. I, I no, I love her. I love her dearly. You know, I introduced you to her. Leave her alone. <laughs> um, but it's, it, I said, I told them, I said, you can have one purple, two blue, and five green. And this bitch... <laughs> Walks up with a f- flying broom and like, and a, a rope uh, that just I can control it with my words and it say, "Hey, go tie off over there." Oh, that was the best <laughs> role play ever. That that fucking rope and the. Mm. Her name is Sandra. Uh, Her and Goomba have a thing. Yeah. And that should be rolling out soon to end it on that is Tomb of Horror should be coming out because we have like a third ending. Like we have to end it. Yeah, it's because they're still point. alive. They're still alive. Some, they're no one's dead. Still alive. They're in Estrella's mansion right and now. And I don't know how because um, I play and real quick, if you guys have never looked at it, the class Blood Hunter. It's a very new class in fifth edition um, created by the wonderful all seeing power of Matthew Mercer. They're one of the greatest DMs that ever walked this planet. It is of our generation. Of our generation. Um, he he created this, and it is probably not my favorite character I've played, but probably one of the most badass classes I've ever played. Some of the stuff you get to do is like, what? <laughs> so. The unfair thing is is that she's never played it, and I gave it to her at level like 15. 15. Uh-huh. So it's like like when you, when you go from like never having it to level 15, it's like, what? can I do? I have like like four screens going on. I'm like, uh, ideally you can like progress as you look, you can actually learn. Like I went to kindergarten. I went to first grade. I went to second grade. I'm kindergarten college. What? (laughs) You become Sheldon Cooper and you go, I don't know what I'm doing. Pretty much. (laughs) Continue. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. So if you, if you guys all say, if you get a chance to play that, um, and please do an ending of that, like, just come out and play with us. We're every Monday night at the Ritz Theater. We open yeah. the doors at 6.30. Um, we start gameplay about 7. Um, just and there's free parking in the back parking garage. Yes, yeah. that's very important. There is free parking where that's we're good. at. Yeah. Um, Tuesday nights, please catch us at 8.30 for on One Stop Guild Shop's Twitch. We do have other shows that are going to be rolling out over the next few months, and we'll be able to talk about them more as they come into fruition. Um, I know we're talking about doing, like, a book club, oh, nice. uh, game, game plays online, um, 
different interviews with us and stuff like that. So there's a lot coming to the channel. Right now we're just doing that because we can only market that one day, but there will be more coming. So just check us out on social media too. We have so much different merch coming, different sponsorships coming. So we're very excited. But you, sir, your player, your um, character. I don't really have one for D&D. I mean, I've got the class I like. I don't have one I really was like married to because the ones I was really married to were in other systems. Yeah. So, but in um, general, in general, I like playing usually like a barbarian, usually as a rule just cuz it's easy and I just like He's a hitting tank. stuff. Yeah. Like I want to dig and hit stuff. Like I don't want to like <laughs> I mean, I'll do like the the you know, kind of the detective work and the role playing part to some degree, but I don't, you know, that's not my bag. Like, I don't want to do spells. I don't want to mess with that shit. I don't want to, you know, have to do, like, I like role-playing, but I don't like doing the role-playing heavy lifting, if that makes sense. Like, I like connecting the dots, and I don't have to fight my way out of every scenario. Sometimes you can talk your way out of it. I've learned that more as an older gamer. When I was a younger gamer, I'm like, we're going to kill everything. But now I'm like, yeah, exactly. Right. But now I'm like, okay, let's let's tone this down a little bit. So. I want him to play a barbarian where his totem animal is a pug. Yes. <laughs> we can do it. Can you please write that up for him? Can he please be a barbarian whose totem animal is a pug? That's awesome. Uh, we're here with the One Stop Guild Shop. They've been entertaining us, giving us kind of the uh, whole pull back the curtain, if you will, on how everything has got started. And um, it's been an interesting um, anecdotal evidence of everything yeah. going on. I really enjoyed that. Um, and learning how everyone kind of thinks and operates. Because everyone, no two people are the same. And everyone yeah. has their own preferences and things they love and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool to, to hear everyone's story. So... Um, but one thing, thing, speaking about stories, uh, there's been a lot of really good stories in the comic world. Um, yes. And you guys, you and Vicky, are going to talk about yeah, some of that. Definitely go check out Doom Bros. East Comics and Games, your headquarter for comics. And what we've been geeking out about, and that's why I showed you that, the new War of the Realms. Yeah, you've been telling me about it for a now, while. I want yeah. Vicky, I want, I've already explained it to him once. I want you to explain to him like what the 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 plot of the thing is because well, you might do a better job <laughs> I, I i highly doubt that okay um what i've enjoyed most about it is that it is melding fantasy with my superheroes and so it puts your superheroes in different um in, in things that they wouldn't usually come in contact with and i mean Spidey riding a, you know, riding unicorn. a unicorn or a Pegasus. Or a Pegasus. Yeah, Pegasus. She doesn't have a yeah. horn. Oh, and wow. um, or Deadpool playing a even darker character, if you can imagine that. And then the uh, strike. The ones that I'm really excited for is the uh, Strike Force ones that are coming out. Um, I think two of the three of them are already out. If I'm if I'm not yeah, mistaken the one on the upper, that. Let me see. The Dark Elf Realm one is out, which I really highly recommend uh that one i've been reading what's cool is thor's is book. that a trade or is that just a the that's beginning? just the cover They're for the books. first issue oh okay mm -hmm. oh okay gotcha it's gonna be like three a piece but right. like the strike force for the dark elf realm like it starts off with thor's mother getting with the punisher and it's like look i need a group of people that will fight the dark elves but like i need people that are weapons basically and he's like okay Give me a yes, second. Exactly. So he gets she Hold, Hulk, please. She Hulk, Ghost Rider, and he gets Blade. And that's his team. Wow. And like she sits him down and like talks to them all. And there's a point where she basically puts them in like their worst nightmare and they have to figure it out. And like 
Blade is fighting like an old rundown version of himself that's like given up on humanity and mm-hmm. Hulk she hulks fighting the Hulk and uh Frank is killing all of them <laughs> in his nightmare. He's like, Well, they all went bad, so now I'm gonna kill all these guys. Yeah. And Ghost Rider is fighting Johnny Blaze because it's the new Ghost Rider, the one that's oh, got yeah. the charger. Yeah. Um but it's a really cool book because she's like, I need weapons, but I need weapons that are people too. You can't right. just be like some ruthless killer. So that one's been good. I just got War Avengers, which I haven't read yet. But I mean, look at the makeup of these teams. Yeah, like, man. It's such it's a crazy. mixed match of different personalities. Wow. It's the ultimate really mashup. Yeah. It's the ultimate mashup. And, you know, because I do love my D&D, it gives you that D&D aspect yeah. of it with um with your superheroes with your with your favorite superheroes yeah it's so. kind of like they said hey let's take the marvel roster and put them on a D campaign yes and it's really really fun and like the the mashups are really cool and i also like how everybody's like single book has got stuff going on like punisher single book he's in new york after like the big fight where everybody came from uh, Asgard and like started taking everything yeah. over and he's he's with a bunch of convicts trying to get a hospital full of people through the uh is it Staten no it's not Staten not the uh man the tunnel that goes from New York to the L- other side Ellis, Ellis not, no 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 the tu- there's a the, the there's tunnel. a driving tunnel yeah. oh, they get gotcha. you. they get you. the Lincoln, Lincoln Tunnel, tunnel. Yeah. So that's it basically he get he goes and he kills a bunch of uh goodness uh what it was Loki Loki was a uh, uh like a Asgardian Right, but he was like a uh, frost giant. Yeah, right. So he goes and kills a bunch of frost giant and brings back a bloody duffel bag full of like hatchets and weapons. It's like, <laughs> here, you criminals can have, have this. I'm keeping my guns and we're going to go this way with this group of people from the hospital because the power's gone out because we got to get them to the other side where there's power. So, these people so don't basically, die. This, this, this series is like, get shorty, all of the Marvel comic movies and um everything before that mashed into the ideal everything yeah like yeah. It, and it like i said it's basically they said okay you guys bring your D campaigns from home and you can throw marvel characters into, Since, them. into it and, and yeah. let's do, let's go yeah so you've got you know you've you've got things like um deadpool in asgard yeah <laughs> Shit gonna get real. Oh, I would love Shit gonna get real. That. And Fantastic. I wasn't excited about it. And Deuce handed me a book, said uh, we were at Free Comic Book Day, and he goes, look at this. And I went yeah. three pages in. I was like, well, can hell, I watch- this is going to cost me well, money. Well, hell. Can, can, can I watch that hentai? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, these are... <laughs> We're just going to glaze right over that. Um, Moving on. But um, I took my comic book list to, to Ryan, and I was like, okay. Everything just, War of the Realms. Just, just make this yeah. happen, because I haven't been as excited about um, the world you know, the world coming to a stop and going to this as I have since Civil War. Yeah. Now, Civil War, when that came to a stop, I bought every book and everything like that. So when, when this started, I was like, you know what? I spent $500 yeah, on... Conversation. Yeah, like, I was I'm like, going to wait for the trade. I'm going to wait like, for the trade. Read this. She goes... Well, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it, Deuce. No, I have to Stop. buy them all. Yep. And so I'm like, it was like Pokemon. Gotta catch yeah. them all. Yep. And the other one I highly recommend is the new Savage Avengers. So it's Conan is leading the team with Punisher, Wolverine, Elektra, Venom, and there's one other guy that I can't remember. But it's like, when you look at that team, you're like, oh, fuck. 
Like that that's a team right there. And they're in the Savage Lands just wrecking shit. And I'm like, <laughs> this is great. This is the Avengers we needed. So <laughs> like this is the best. So I'm I'm having a lot of fun with Marvel. Now, are you reading anything DC right now? I am not. Okay. I I happen to be a very much Marvel apologist, but um what I'm what I'm reading that I'm super excited about right now is two things. I'm reading one called Monstrous, which um, has a recommendation by Neil Gaiman, and so yeah, I'm I've like, actually heard of it. Yes, yeah. um, so it's kind of steampunk meets anime, and so um, interesting story about a reincarnated monster, and so she is. Um, it's really interesting. I came across that in trade. And then um, the other thing that I'm reading that I'm really excited about is um, George Takai's um, They Called Us Enemies, and um, which is um, his graphic novel based on his time um, in the internment camps out in um, on the West Coast. And um, I was super excited for it, put it in my box as soon as I saw it in the previews, because I got things to do when it comes to previews. I got a way that I go through that. It's a whole system. And when I found that, I just stopped... And I looked and I was like, well, there's most of my box for that week. But um, it's very moving. Um, it's beautifully drawn. I am just in love with it. Side note, if you like the graphic novel, um, it's based on his musical that he wrote called Allegiance, which premiered off-Broadway with Leah Salong. And uh, they started developing about two years ago and it came out. Um, the exact same subject matter, him being in the internment camps in California. Um, and then they wrote the graphic novels later. So check them both out if you like them. But I do highly recommend going to Doom Broskies and like you said, pick up a previews because it's going to show you everything that's coming out. It's two months ahead, right? It's two months right. ahead, yeah. and he'll give them to you for free if you yeah. start a comic subscription. And previews are the easiest way to go through it. They're they're like a novel in themselves. They're huge. They're like a phone and book they're to like a phone throw book. back kids if you remember what phone books were. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? We're no showing our a, age, dudes. Yeah. We're showing no our age. No one knows what a phone book is yeah. nowadays, right? So, that's true. It's like a family Bible. It's really yeah. big. So yeah, a family Bible. If you know what that is. Yeah. What's a Bible? Yeah. So, but no, and the other thing is you can also just stay in the shop and flip through it, but it's a good way to kind of see what's coming out sure. and see what yeah. you might want to get. That's a good pro but, tip. Yeah. I mean, He's got a ton of good books there. I can't recommend the place enough. Go start a subscription. It's, right now, to me personally, it's the best time to get into comics. Me and you have been talking about wrestling yes. a lot lately. Right. Because I think we're about to hit a new wrestling renaissance yeah, with the AEW coming. Yep. I feel like we're doing the same thing with comics right I agree now. With like that. now, so many good stories. There's so many good stories, and now because of the Marvel movies, like it's uh, much more. I'm thinking Immortal Hulk, yeah. man. That's yeah. yes. I, I think so it's happy been, about I, that. I think it's been building from. A couple of years ago with Walking Dead being the big graphic sure, novel. True. And yeah. they joined up when we got the whole Marvel Universe with with, with the movies. Yeah. And now that it's ending, it, it like it, it became the snowball effect. You know what I mean? Right. And the yeah. comics are really beautifully drawn. There's great stories. Mm -hmm. And again, it's another escapism. It's it's yeah, a sure. way yeah. it's a of escape. getting and uh, of getting away for a few minutes while you read the books, but the, the art has just gotten more beautiful. And, and Ryan beautiful. is one of the nicest guys if you oh, go to Dombrowski's he's he's I, I have to give a lot of credit to him. Without him we would not have grown as much as Quite we have literally. with the opportunity. <laughs> 
um he was the first guy to make a chance give a chance and um i go in there all the time me and my husband buy all of our magic stuff from him all of our most of our dice all my D &D stuff comes from him all my comics come from him Um, and he's got a good selection of board games too oh so much so much so highly recommend him but his comic selection is really good and and i mean it's been hard to find a good comic store and the great thing about him is he'll help you find books too if he can get a hold of a book that you're looking for and um I, I think that he's really, really helpful. He's he's the comic guy we've needed since downtown went out of business. Yeah, exactly. Since, since Matt yeah. <laughs> I think I think I, I call him the Godfather in comic terms, at least for for Polk yes. County, because mm-hmm. like Matt Milburn was comics for yes. a generation, at least like Holy when God. we were growing up yep. as kids. He like was, he yes. was the comic guy. And downtown closed, was the way to go. Yeah, yeah, and then once it closed, we we're like, fuck. Like, what are we gonna do? Because. Yep. I don't even think we had one in Lakeland for a while. You had to go all the way to like Tampa and Orlando yes. to get right. comics. Right. So it was until Coliseum ridiculous. came. And until yeah. Coliseum came, yeah. and then um, now Ryan's killing it. He's close by. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. But Ryan will yeah. get you what you want. He's like a, a concierge. Like if you say I want this, he'll get you this. It's not like he like he gets you what you want. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't necessarily like. It's I not think what you're trying to there. say is he's not trying to upsell you. He's trying yeah. to get you he's like what, what, you the, what you're looking he's for. What yeah, you yeah. yeah. The fun what you stuff want. He, runs he on will the get nights. you what you want. I mean, as yeah. far as like the magic, the D and D adventures league, yeah. like the, the Transformers, yeah. all of that, like all those different leagues and stuff that he yeah. runs. We That's actually really cool. all three of us sat in on um, one of his D and D adventures leagues for the first time. It's a lot of fun. He's it's super cool. So definitely check him out. But his book selection is really, yeah. really well and done. DC, like, like he's got one whole section of the rack that's Marvel, one whole section that's that's DC, DC, and he's got one section that's more like indie. a mixture of yeah. indie and independent. So one thing, and I his wanna, trade selection's pretty good oh, too. It's dope. Yeah. One yeah. thing I want to point out, because um, there are, like my wife, she 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 loves the Marvel movies and all that, but she doesn't really read comics per se. Yeah. But mainly because she doesn't really. In comic form, she gets bored by the heroes and tights kind of thing yeah, yeah. Right. premise. So I, you brought up Image before. Image does a really good job of, of making yes. great stories yeah. that are just about regular everyday people, typically. Yes. Yeah. Um, I go throw back to uh, Thief of Thieves. That was a yes. really good series. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. So I heard that one in that, years. That was good. Um, and then, and then, So she likes reading those type of stories. So yeah. if you're a fan out there that's not really into the comics with tights and yeah, capes, capes, there's uh, stuff there for you. There's, a there's stuff that's more you – know, Image more, and Dark Horse are yeah, going to exactly. be – Image and Dark Horse are going to be, too, if you're not looking for um, heroes with capes. Exactly. I mean, you're still going to get some, some right. hero storylines, but you're not going to get – um, that but their but image is really even good with for like them. even with like Saga when that came out that blew up the internet because oh, yes. people were like what the hell is this there's yeah. no filter on yeah. anything it's like fables fables oh. is good oh. yeah all kinds fables of stuff is where so it was at for so a while. there's definitely things out there there is there is a comic series for for everyone yes. Yes. right there, there is. is and some of it so. is just uh, what's the word I'm looking for you kind of trial and error you trial and error go yes. and look and right. flip around and pick up a book flip through it see if it's your cup of tea or not. Because uh, with the independent stuff, like that's wh- who's doing Firefly now, who's doing Buffy, yep. which is nice because mm-hmm. Boom, Studios. Boom Studios. I got that yeah. at Free Comic Book Day. Yes, I was super excited. And I've got Firefly Buffy. Yeah, Firefly I've got in my whole bin every month. Um, they've also got a lot of like horror books, which mm-hmm. was kind of new to me because I was like, because I knew Walking Dead, but I was right. like, I, yeah. they've got like some straight up just horror yes. stuff now, which is kind of cool. A little thing that I discovered. Early on, if you go to Books a Million, they have that great trade paperback section. 
and you can just sit there and read <laughs> and figure out what you kind of want. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, like they have a great little entire aisle on finding out what you want for trade. Right. And then right. from that trade, you can go create your box your, at yeah, Ryan you can and start get your to create stuff your box. Well, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of trades too. Yes. he's got a oh, lot no, of trades. No, he, he has some good straight yeah. trades. I'm just saying, if you've never done that experimental, man, I sound and like I mean, I'm Dark talking Horse, about something else. You guys, but, you know, <laughs> if you're, they're if you're doing D and D comics. Um, yeah. Dark Horse oh, picked yeah. up Critical Role and is turning their Critical Role campaign into short comics. Um, they did a run last year and it's coming back out this year. So if you're into, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I have them, but um, <laughs> no, say it ain't I'm so. I know, right? Shocked and dismayed. You've only been blowing Critical Role for like an, what, <laughs> Sorry, are we at an hour and something now. <laughs> so. She's been blowing it for like yeah. a long time, eight yeah. months. Literally, so, yeah, my yeah. only inspiration for playing. Yeah. But they're great comics. So say it ain't so, bro. Yeah, <laughs> say it ain't so. Yeah, I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> hey, where do you think this war is going? <laughs> oh this my one. god. Um, oh, I don't know. That's yeah. the, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. You knew like it could go with anywhere. Civil War, you knew that the epic battle was going to be one side or the other, and it was set up from the beginning. With this one, everything could just shit blow up. So know? tell me, if we were con- to compare this comic book series to Game of Thrones... It'll this uh, this, <laughs> this <laughs> one's gonna stop the It'll landing. The landing. This one's the gonna landing. stop nice. the landing. Yeah, the Game of Thrones we already know. I just like, meant where you were end. going. Yeah. You didn't have to pull all that shade. My yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this yeah. one's yeah. gonna fuck stop show, the bro. landing. Just fuck that, fuck show. that show. Just fuck it. That's seventy hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Thank never. I think HBO owes me money now. <laughs> maybe allegedly that's what we should do is start a class action lawsuit to say we've all lost 70 hours of our, our lives, lives. and we money. want reimbursement. Hey, for they've already suffering. done the petition to completely rewrite the last season. What the fuck, y'all? We have, like, we have other issues. That's we have other happen. issues. It, the last season is getting rewritten by George R.R. R. Martin. So just yeah, exactly. Thank you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the only reason, and I'm, we're going to hit this real quick and then we're moving on. Uh, I think maybe they were trying to beat him out. Like, let's hurry up and get this shit out before he starts putting the books because he's going to oh, go a different no, direction. That bitch signed a contract. They didn't have to worry about that. Oh, he really? was waiting. Oh, oh, yes. Did yeah. Did he say he wasn't going to finish the books until well, they were done? or Apparently, because he didn't talk about writing the books until after they were done, did oh, he? Right. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. He didn't. He, he, he did not bring out when he was going to write those books books until two days after that premiere ha- really? that, that finale yeah. happened Maybe. however he has said that apparently we can throw him in jail if it's not out by next year if his next book isn't I don't out buy by that next shit. year so. you hear that grady judge yeah. he's gonna get ass fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah that means it's gonna be coming in about 2022 yeah. <laughs> oh let's move on <laughs> yeah. anyways on that, yeah. Note, uh, yeah, um, on that note my voice is going out yeah. um Awesome time with you guys. Thank sure. you. Instant yeah, best thank friends. You guys for Seriously, you guys are all great. You have your own personalities, and you guys are all geeking out. It's fun yeah. to get around it. That's what we. That's one of the reasons Deuce and I started this podcast is because yeah. we've known each other for so many years. We'd have these three-hour conversations on the phone about yeah. just geek stuff. Yeah. We're like, you know what? We should put a put this in. Podcast, podcast format because I think other people would want to yeah, listen. Yeah, exactly. And then I talked to the CPA and he's like, "You can write off your beer and you can write off this and that." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, we gotta boing, do boing. We're losing money. Like, <laughs> yeah. we need to do exactly. this now. Beer? Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so uh, it's always fun to have uh, good people on. And so we appreciate you guys coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. We appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. So um, thank you for joining our stream as a new bard. I, yes, <laughs> yeah. I will I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, anything else you guys want to plug at the end before you go? How do you how do they find you on the Internet? Uh, let's see. So you can find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. One Stop Guild One Shop. One Stop Guild Shop. And it, you run through those. I'll, I'll run through those. All right. Ones. So yeah. you can find us on <laughs> Facebook, One Stop Guild Shop. Um, you can find us on Instagram, One Stop Guild Shop FL. Uh, keep in mind, coming soon, we will have the One Stop Guild Shop website up and going. So just look at our social media accounts for all of that. And you can also find us on Twitch. We do a, our Twitch stream, as we said, every Tuesday night at 830 uh, and we it, here in a few weeks we may be backing that to 7:30, but we'll have we'll a nice transition. Yeah, 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 we'll let you know when all that happens. Um, it's uh, right now we're doing the Madness of Istiberia, which is a fun, dark uh, horror campaign, steampunk, film noir esque. So come join us for that. Um, and if you want to catch up on past episodes of Madness of Istiberia or our Tomb of Horrors. Uh, or any of our hit it and quit it's that we've broadcast, you can go to our YouTube channel, which is also One Stop Guild Shop. Uh, I've set out different uh, playlists for each type, so go on, like us, follow us everywhere. And love us. And love us. Because we love you. Any questions, you can email innkeeper at onestopguildshop.com. I answer the emails very quickly. They are on my phone. If you message us on Facebook, we answer currently within nine minutes, but that's usually down to around two. So we are are very responsive to any questions or any comments and any anything like that so and every single monday night from here until whenever um we will be at the ritz theater in downtown winter haven where if you show up at 6 30 or 6 45 or hell 7 15 we will get you at a table and you can play hit it and quit it no strings attached D with all of us or gauntlet so please come down to the ritz theater in downtown winter haven on monday nights and for that, you don't have to bring anything with you but yourself. Yes. If you need dice. And $5. Yeah. And $5. And $5. $5. $5. Yes. yes. I will uh, ask you for $5. We have <laughs> dice. You can either borrow or buy. We have dice boxes. We have dice jails. We have clipboards. We have everything that you'll need to play the game with us. So. And if you don't have plans on Memorial Day, please come play all day with us from 12 yep. to 10. Absolutely. That'll pass already. Yeah, that's true. This will come out after. <laughs> it's, so okay. it's all good. Forget <laughs> what she said. <laughs> hey, everybody, wasn't it great on Memorial Day? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! It was amazing. Great yeah. Thank oh, you so much. So awesome. Thank you. It was, it was 350 of you ever, showed right? yeah. up. Yeah. Wow. Lined up around the, the fire block. marshal had to be called. There were so many people. Deuce brought his pug. It's crazy. <laughs> exactly. He was just running around the ritz. Yeah. Like a wild man. <laughs> Looking for pizza. Looking for pizza. <laughs> Sorry. And then snoring in the corner. It's all good. <laughs> oh, my God. My voice is going out. It's yeah. it's we're never it. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Can we come back? Thank you all so much for being awesome guests on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And uh, we will make sure to put all of your social medias and all that in the description of the episode and all that stuff. So Awesome. 
All right. You all heard it here. They said they'd put us up on their website. Yay! Yes. I've been doing that like every fucking day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't I know, know. why you're getting so goddamn Deuce is hard. Deuce is hardcore. I was trying to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Deuce, speaking of putting things up. Uh, yeah, speaking of putting things up, yeah. <laughs> so you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And also you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And you can find all of all of our previous episodes as Johnny is slowly having an aneurysm over there. I don't even know what's going on. We broke Johnny. You broke Johnny. Johnny's down. Johnny is down. Yeah. Shit. Now Chris is gone. Uh, <laughs> Keep it together, Chris. <laughs> and don't forget to find us on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. And don't forget to send us your emails at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. We will be going to see Buck the Mega Buck at the Retro yes, Game Treasure Compound very, very soon. We will. So don't forget to send us your questions for Buck the Mega Buck. Yes. And put Ask the Buck in the subject line. And you can send those to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Correct. Of course, when you're talking about the Happy Hour Podcast, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast. podcast hashtag HH, HH podcast, podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces on the, on the loose. loose. Later. Bye.